Hey, babe. What? Pay attention to me. I can't pay attention to you 24-7. It's exhausting. <laughs> I, I, I need attention. I, I immediately regretted my decision this morning when I said, hey, can we just talk for a bit longer? Because then you just proceeded to talk at me <laughs> for like 20 minutes. And I was like, oh my God. When, I, when is this monologue going to end? <laughs> I literally haven't spoken to you for like four days. I know. It's been crazy four days. We've got... Well, we've had some exciting transitions happening here. I think we could do a separate podcast on work-life balance. (laughs) (laughs) You mean (laughs) how not to have balance? (laughs) First of all, I wonder, because if you watch as we record this podcast, you can see like the decibel level. I know, that was a loud laugh. When you laugh... (laughs) You hit the edges. It's like you're. If someone's listening to this on their earphones, it's you, like a T Rex. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we have no work life balance. Who? I wonder how many people listening to this have you know work for themselves. No, we we do have work life balance. The last couple of weeks have been. I don't. Pretty I don't crazy. know who you're talking about. Maybe you do. Well, I think. We pre- okay maybe maybe we're not quite there where we want where we want our balance to be, but I think we're both very aware. You know, we've had a lot of discussions about working and being on your computer first thing in the morning because we do our work in the kitchen. So we've tried to establish some boundaries, it's and that kind of spanned off from um, us both listening to that work life podcast with Adam Grant. And we both blur the line. I think sometimes I'm the one that's often blamed with bombarding you. But last night, for example, I'm trying, I'm literally in bed reading my Kindle at 11 o'clock and you're starting to talk to me about tomorrow's schedule. Because the last thing I do at night is just check my calendar so that I, because I like to think, okay, what time am I going to go to CrossFit? What time am I going to potentially go to yoga? And so I like to look at what's on in the calendar. But I don't. I, I didn't know that. When was, You've never when, told me that before. Have you ever seen me do that? <laughs> I don't know. I knew what my I, schedule was. I mean, this was. last week is the first time I've ever seen you read in bed at That's 11 o'clock the, at night, especially when you're saying your eyes are burning. I'm whoa. like, what is this madman doing? My eyes have been burning <laughs> at the end of the day. I can't tell if I need glasses or not. It's probably because you're spending hours walking outside in the sun with crappy sunglasses on and no polarized protection. Oh, uh, that's true. I can wear my better sunglasses. But when I'm on phone calls, I just like to go outside. So, A, I don't bother you because you can hear me. And, B, I'm like, let's get some vitamin D. But I've been using my Kindle. I just finished a book. Is there a way to set your Kindle at nighttime so that the screen is dark like you can on iPads? Does anybody out there know? Because I keep telling Jason that there must be a way, and he has not yet investigated this. Because I like it the way it is. There is is this bright white glare coming from the left side of the bed when I'm trying to go to sleep. Put your eye mask. Oh, I thought I only read once. Huh? No, I said the last week. (laughs) Um, No, I don't like wearing an eye mask. It's not comfortable to have something over my eyes. I agree, (laughs) but you you do it often. (laughs) So I just finished The Magic Strings of Frankie Presto. 
If you've read that, let me know. I'll what have a about? discussion about it. How long was that book? Oh, I did it in two weeks. Oh, okay. I mean, you I, are a fast reader, though. Like, no, I'm not. That was... I, I think mean, you skim read. I don't skim read, but I really... I mean, I, typically I read for about... Honestly, when I'm pooping, first thing in the morning, I read for 15 minutes. It used to be get on your phone first thing. And I'm I stopped, glad you don't do that. And anymore. I stopped that. So, I, I mean, that's really the only time I read and... I can say that I do think I've seen a change in how crazy attached you are to your phone. I, don't, I feel like you're on it less. Yeah? Yeah. Like, when we talked about this probably two months ago with uh, when we discussed willpower, so you think it's working? I think so. I think those little changes that you've made, not getting on your phone first thing and not being on your phone any time that you're pooping. <laughs> well, that's, that's been a new rule. So... You know, I poop first thing in the morning, and the, I keep my phone and computer out, out of the bedroom. Mm. So I, I have no, no option. You know, when you talk about willpower, that, there's one way I eliminated it. There's just no option. I can't get on my phone in the morning. Right. I mean, I can get out, I can come out and get it, but then I also know I'm going to wake the dogs, so I don't do that. Now my next um, Right, challenge. so you, you set up your environment there for success there. Really. Correct. Mm-hmm. Now my next challenge is... Throughout the day, when I use the bathroom, because I do that often, <laughs> is not bring my phone in, right. but to pick up the Kindle again, which I'm doing well at. But there are times where, like, you're in the middle of something. We gotta get some uh, disinfectant wipes for your Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that uses it. So anyway, read that, and then what was it about? The magic. Uh, well, first of all, it's about my favorite author, or one of my favorite authors, Mitch Album. Who wrote Tuesdays with Maury. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I've read all of his books, and he doesn't release them often. You know, in 10 years, he's probably released six fiction books like that. I was going to say, I've never read any of his books. Tuesdays with Maury is phenomenal for those of you listening. Check that out. So just about a man's journey in his life who plays the guitar and, you know, his ups and downs in life, basically. Just like you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Except he was one of the best. You know, it's fiction, but he incorporated a lot of real-life people in it. Which was cool. Hmm. Like Tony Bennett, um, oh, cool. uh, Marsalis from the you know the Tonight Show band leader, that type of stuff. Um, and now I, I had started reading a man called Ove a few months ago. It sounds heavy going. Oh, it's fiction too. But um, you know, we kind of got I got sidetracked with a couple other books, and now I, I re-downloaded it. So got some. Holiday reading. I got that, and then for the trip, I have a book called The Power of Habit. Oh, yeah. Oh, Charles Duhigg. Charles Duhigg, and also... I have had that on my iBook forever. I've read parts of it. I want to go back and finish it. I have that. I have a book called... I think it's called Surely You're Joking, Mr. Feynman. Somewhat of a cult classic. That I, sounds funny. It's, it's about a like a physicist's life. He has some stories, but I had, I think Tim Ferriss had originally recommended it. So I, I so I'll pick that up and then essentialism. Hmm. So some light holiday reading. Ambitious, <laughs> but uh, hopefully we'll get into A little bit of war and peace to finish you off maybe. So, so let's dive in. We've got a busy day. We actually leave for our honeymoon tomorrow. Yeah. Our honeymoon with friends. Well, yeah, I mean, but a honeymoon nonetheless. We're going to Hawaii. Oh, for sure. I'm extremely excited about it. 
Is this our first vacation together? Yes. We've not been anywhere. I well, we've been longer. all over the country, so it's I hard. I know, but I mean, we've never taken full vacation. Do you know what I'm saying? I haven't taken a full vacation since 1994. You're crazy. No, well, you know, people are like... You, Wait, you, you've been on a cruise since then. Yeah, but no, I, I, you know, I'm jesting. I'm jesting. Oh. But um, what's funny is people are like, man, I, I, you talk to some coaches or, or people out there, like, I just worked nine straight days. And I've worked, I'm like... I've been working 24 straight years. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a day off in 24 years. Um, you know, when it's, it's like that old expression of, you know, do what you love and you never work a day in your life. But like, I don't think there's been a day in the last, you know, realistically since I opened my CrossFit affiliate in 2007 that I've taken a full day of like, I'm not doing something. Right. And I don't know that I'll do that in Hawaii either, but I plan on enjoying some quiet time. Yeah, I think the... The best part about it is that we have, we're somewhere for two weeks, so we have a, a big chunk of time, and I think that'll help us to relax and get away from it all, and have a little bit of a digital detox. <laughs> a little one. <laughs> what, what you, should I share that story I was giving you the other day about when I opened my first box and I went away? Yeah, you could do. So I was telling Roz... I opened my first affiliate. It was September of 2007. This is, this is funny. <laughs> September of 2007. And already in the works, my parents were taking me and my girlfriend at the time on a three-week... Was it three weeks? Three-week vacation. Why would you want to be on a cruise ship no, no, the, for three weeks? The cruise ship itself was like 10 or 12 days. Okay. And then we went to Spain early. Oh, okay. So, you know, as we went to Spain, hung out in Barcelona for a few days. Okay. Then you hop on a boat, you go to like Africa. We went to uh, Casablanca, Tanzania. You go transatlantic. Okay. I don't know. I'm not great. I don't know that you went to Tanzania, but carry on. <laughs> so, anyway, and then you go transatlantic for like six days. So, you're just on the water, which I love. I love those days. I'd prefer that than actually stopping somewhere. <laughs> because you like the excuse of not having to do anything right. or go anywhere. I want to sleep. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I want to work out. I want to eat. You know, so anyway. Plus you gain an hour on those days. Every day is 25 hours. Because you're crossing <laughs> a different you're crossing a different time zone. Okay. So anyway, th- that's not the point of the story. The point of the story was I opened this affiliate. And I had no coaches. It's growing. And to me, it's like, okay, this is my first business. This was Albany CrossFit. Albany CrossFit. And then all of a sudden, I was getting so stressed out because I'm like, I don't, mom, I can't go on this trip. And she's like, what do you mean you can't go on the trip? And then my girlfriend's like, what do you mean we can't, you know? Yeah, I can't imagine that going down too well. That'd be like, we were like, Ross, hey, I can't go to Hawaii. <laughs> so I'm stressing out. You know, and it, and it goes back to this kind of like what we're talking about with our business. It's like, hey, everything's going to be okay. So I'm gone for three weeks, but I set it up. Like, you have to understand, 2007, I had no coaches. So it's like, okay, what did I do? Back in the day, every time I got a new member, I would literally drive over to Staples. There was a Staples around the corner, like in one of those plazas, and buy a new white binder. And I would go to the, and I would print out their name. And slide, you know, like a binder has like a little plastic sheet that you can slide that in on the front. Yeah. 
So I printed out their name and that was their folder. And like when it was 10 people, no big deal. You know, by the time I left, there's probably 50 people already because I was the only CrossFit in town. I had these folders everywhere and I had to go buy like a cheap Ikea cubby. What were you putting in these binders? I would just, at first, it was just blank paper. <laughs> what? It was blank paper. Like, keep track of your workouts. Okay, that's that was the purpose of them. Though. Correct. Right. And then it became, then I started doing. So a, that was like the old school solution to. Yeah, there's no. Waterfly or sugar water. Correct. <laughs> so then it was, all right, I started doing an outline on the page. Date, um, warm up, workout after party or whatever I called it back then. <laughs> then I was like, but I'm printing all these out, punching holes in them. <laughs> and then oh, I don't miss hole punches. <laughs> They're annoying little pieces of paper going everywhere. <laughs> and then it became six on a page. What was six on a page? The workouts? Yeah, like I would do six per like six boxes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So first of all, that just shows how old school it was. That was before there was anything... Then this journal company came Millennials out. Millennials aren't going to know what you're talking about. Right. Binders, hole punches. <laughs> well, then this journal company comes out and I started buying Albany CrossFit journals, you know. But so anyway, the, the cruise is coming and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to be gone these days. And I pre-programmed and printed out workouts for everybody. <laughs> I mean, the same workouts, right? That everybody would hit, kept a schedule, had no coaches, but was just like, I remember at the time it was this guy John and Jess, and I, and they they worked regular jobs. Mm-hmm. Jess wound up going on to open her own CrossFit, um, and they're actually moving to her. Her she met her. I'll give you a story about Jess in a second, but um, I was like, I need you guys to help me watch these classes. So they like kind of helped out, you know, and think no one died, everyone stayed. So it was basically like one just one big open gym party for three weeks. Yeah, and I mean. You know, this was pre-social media. I mean, not pre-MySpace, but pre-like Facebook where everybody's talking. Facebook, and pre-cameras on people's phones. So. Yeah. Well, that was, probably, you know, that but, was good for you. But, you know, I think it goes to show for a lot of things out there. It's like it's the the worst thing in our head is where, like, the worst thing in my head was, like, someone's going to die and I'll have no memories when I come back. And you come back and everybody's fine. And that was kind of like the eye-opening thing of, like, okay, I'm running a business now. Let's Let's make this happen. So anyway, <laughs> everything was fine. Um, t- tangent on Jess. Jess and I knew each other before uh, uh, CrossFit. We actually went on one date, this girl Jess and I. And it was a great date, but then nothing happened. Not like it was like a... Why did nothing happen? I don't know. Like, I don't remember. Like, we never really discussed it, but like, we actually... I remember being on a first date with her, and I'm like weird on first dates, and I'm like, this is a great first date, huh? And then she, she was like, yeah, I'm having a good time. I think we were both, like, it was probably as I was get, getting started with... No, it was you know, that's such a you statement. I'm doing pretty good on this date. <laughs> <laughs> what would you give me? 10 out of 10? 11 out of 10? We, honestly, we just became friendly and nothing happened. We we, we started doing Maybe lost... you just really clicked as friends. Yeah, we did. And we started doing lost parties. Like, her friends, like, and my friends, like... Lost parties? Oh man, Lost the like show. Like based on the show, we would get serious? together every Wednesday or Thursday whenever. Oh, to watch it. You know? Oh yeah, we all talked about it. I never got oh, into that. Oh, Lost is. If I you watch Lost, I just felt like it was a waste of time. No, I would go back and I would watch that show again. Really? Yeah. 
If you're a Lost fan, I want to hear from you, by the way. Send me a message. Um, so anyway, and Lost continued. I opened the box. Jess joined. You know, we said stayed friendly. She, I mean, she was great. She made it. Her very first day of CrossFit, she almost passed out and died. Like, I don't think she almost died, but she, like, her sugar dropped kind of thing. Yeah. And she, I, I was like, you know, back then I was like, oh, man, she's not going to join. Right. And she was like, I love it. Right. My first, <laughs> I know this podcast is, we're a little off topic. I had this client, <laughs> I had this client when I first opened can, CrossFit. Can you tell that we haven't really been sleeping all week? <laughs> we're all over the place this morning. I had this client when I first started CrossFit, Dave. He became my attorney. He's like 60-something years old at the time. This is my life, by the way. One story goes into <laughs> I gotta another. Finish. Goes into another tangent. And then I'm like, wait, weren't we talking about something else? <laughs> I got to finish the Jess story. But Dave Dave Garvey, um, and first of all, he had a kid when he was like 65 years Babe, old. focus. <laughs> but he had like a six, he had a kid that was like 65 years old. He was 65. Remarried. When he had a kid. Yeah, he has, he has like adult kids that are older than me. And then he has like a 10-year-old now. Oh. So anyway, he's like, I'll, I'll try that CrossFit. Very first workout, filthy fifties. Oh God! So back in the day, my box, you know, in the in the gym, it's like you had to move all over the fucking facility <laughs> to like make filthy fifties happen. Right? Like, hey, we're gonna do box jumps on those steps over there. Oh man! You know, wall balls with this basketball type of thing. So he gets through it, and he like doesn't look right. Doesn't look right. And he's, I'm like, hey, let's go for a walk. Let's sit down. Sit down. He just passed out. Passed out. Passed out. Oh. Eyes roll back. That's and so I'm like, I run inside. I'm like, call 911. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm laughing now. I still remember it. 911 comes. They put him on the stretcher. At this point, he's like, okay again. Oh, my God. He, he looks at me from the stretcher. He goes, I'm going to get you for this. <laughs> <laughs> joined CrossFit. Oh, he joined. Never awesome. looked back. So anyway, it's there's hilarious. the Dave story. I miss him. I hope I, I got to reach out and see how he's doing. People so, who are listening to this now, like coaches or box owners, are probably like, Oh my God, this wow. is. <laughs> there's no on ramp. What's an on ramp? You're doing filthy 50s. Right. But they're probably like, Wow, if, if this all happened to Jason and he's doing okay, I'm going to be just fine. That's when people like think, like, Oh, hey, you've done it right. I was like, No, I programmed this girl, Jess, back then. So she was Irish and it was. Uh, you know, 2008 now, St. Patrick's Day comes around, March. She's like, can we do a Luck of the Lasky workout? Her last name is Lasky. Mm-hmm. There's a video on YouTube. If you search Albany CrossFit Luck of the Lasky, you'll see it. And I was like, yeah, what do you want to do? She's like, literally threw every movement out there. She's like, let's do three rounds of 17 because it's, you know, St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. I was like, sure, let's do it. it like, three rounds of 17 what? Everything. Oh, it was God. literally like, I remember at one point she was like, that thing over in the corner there was one of the movements. Like, that's what it was called. Because <laughs> like, we didn't even know what it was. Yeah. It's like hours later. But anyway, yeah, we messed up. It was fun. You know, that's what it's all about. Like, you got to have a, it was just, we were having a good time. So when people at, like, I did a level two this weekend and you can see these coaches are coming in, they're burned out, they're tired, they're out of shape even. Mm-hmm. And... You know, Chuck, we had a little bit of a mishap at the end, and Chuck's, like, dealing with it, and I'm just sitting up there. Not a safety mishap. No, 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 just, like, <gasps> glitches going on, and Chuck had to deal with it because he's the flow, and I'm up there, and he's like, Jay, just go up there and talk to people. I'm like, all right. I'm like, questions. We, you know, we're talking. I'm like, hey, guys, 
you need to remember why you started this. Like one guy's like, I haven't trained in months. I'm like, we used to be like, hey, you want to go downstairs and do Fran real quick? Like go throw down with your friends. You don't need to mobilize for an hour. Just throw down Fran. Like that's what CrossFit's all about. So anyway, Jess, we go out one night as a community. We used to go out every Saturday night for members of Albany CrossFit. You talk about running a good facility. Like that's how I started. Literally every Saturday we're like, hey, we're all going out. Where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. So we go out to a hibachi dinner. It's like 20 of us sitting at a table. You know, they're cooking the noodles. And this guy, Ben, joins. Ben's a new member. Vulgar Marine. Mm-hmm. Every other word is F this, talking about the girls he slept with when he was in the military. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting next to Jess. Jess and I drove there together. She opens the car door. We go back. Like She's like, gets in the car. First thing she said was, that guy Ben is an asshole. Very first thing. Ten years later. Are they married? With two kids. Oh, no way. It was like, that is... like over time you can see it. And then one day she's like, Jay, no, no. It was like a Saturday. And I'm like, did you guys just get here together? Like, did you guys show up together? Like, cause they like, they were sneaking it. Right. And then she was like, don't tell anyone. And like, <laughs> I was the best man in their wedding. Aww. So it was, at, uh, they got married in Cape Cod. So now they're trying to relocate, but Long story short, man, what are we Long talking about? Long story was not short anyway, at all. <laughs> I don't know what you Anyway, if they're still listening here, you know, if you have questions on any of that, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, I think the goal of this... If, if people have questions for me about how I survive on a day-to-day basis with a crazy husband, hit me up. The goal uh, of this I'll was to talk about our dream team. I know. So we have, you know, for those... Well, I think it somewhat ties in, talking about... Yeah, we brought on... Past businesses and coaches and whatnot. Let's talk about all three of them. So, you know, Roz and I are humbled, proud, excited, grateful, etc. for how many people trust us to work with us. Yes. I mean, since since we've started On Your Eating a little over a year ago, I mean, we've had thousands of people come through. Yeah. You know, don't worry about Lola over there. She's going to get the one toy at the bottom of that. <laughs> the bottom of the chest. Our puppy is kind of going through a terrible twos stage. Just leave her. She, she has the squeaky one. That's fine. All right. So anyway, you know, we've had thousands of people from our just get me started to phone calls to coaching. Okay, take that big <laughs> How does she know the one toy that she shouldn't be playing with? So we, you know, we lost our, we launched our... Membership. membership, our lifestyle membership in March, and it's been amazing. Yeah. We're so excited. We've helped like over 200, over people. 200 people so far have been through our program. But it's very hard to stay on top of 200 people. Yes, and continue to put all the content, these wonderful <laughs> podcasts, etc., uh, out there as well. It's, uh, so it's we, a lot. You know, we, we did a lot of soul searching discussing stuff like that we decided to bring on a team yeah we've decided to embrace a little more work-life balance yeah well (laughs) we we literally had a discussion and we were like we need to shut down on your eating no this was like probably only a month ago i think i tried to tell you that i was feeling overwhelmed (laughs) you literally told me i was complaining (laughs) i was like 
You are the worst. <laughs> well, it's hard because I'm blinded because I enjoy it. I know, but I re- I think part of my uh, where I was coming from was that I knew because I'm a woman. I think in advance. I don't know why men don't think like this, but I was thinking. In one month's time, we're going to Hawaii, and there is absolutely no way we can stay on top of everything and enjoy our trip. Well, we work crazy hours, and we can't do that whilst we're going on our honeymoon. Like it's just not—I wasn't going to allow that. And at the same time, I didn't want to just turn my back on all our clients and say, "Sorry, guys, we're checking out for two weeks." Like that's not. That's not how you run a successful business. No, but it's not like we're bringing on a team just for Hawaii. It was no, also a no, matter of... No, no, completely not. It, it, I think the, the point was it made me realize that we had completely lost um, sense of any balance in terms of Well, you work and nearly had a breakdown. I had a little mini meltdown because it was overwhelming. And as much as we love doing what we're doing, we weren't spending any quality time together at all. No. And I think... I noticed, like, the last two weeks especially, that you're a freaking lunatic with work. And I think partly, you know, it goes to show just, like, how people's brains work. Like, I like the up-in-the-airness of what we do. Where now that you've kind of had a goal and, like, onboarding coaches and setting up SOPs and all that, like, you're focused. You're laser-focused. And I think that shows just, like, that's how your brain is. You like to have a task at hand and attack where I like to have ideas and kind of figure out where they fall. Well, it also helps when you have a deadline. It's like, True. hey, I, I got to get on a plane Friday night, so <laughs> I've got a lot to do before then. <laughs> you know, and obviously if you're listening, we're going to be around. Like I said, I haven't taken a day off in 23 years, and I don't intend to start, but, you know, we're going to enjoy some time, but, you know, we'll be around. Oh, for- 100%. For, for you guys. But anyway, let's talk about our coaches. Yes. Let's talk about the three coaches. So let's start with Mags. Simply because she was kind of the first person we spoke to. Yeah. So Mags is a coach over at North Naples CrossFit. She's become a good friend of ours. And she has a very cute dog called Floki. She has a dog called Floki. That <laughs> so hum- obviously she we, hum- uh, he humped Mimi. Yeah. Fortunately, we, he was neutered. <laughs> he, she has a Master's of Science in Nutrition and Integrative Health. So pretty big deal. Yeah. Truth of the matter is she's more educated than we are. She's very educated. When it comes Actually, to nutrition. When, when you had your stomach issues after coming back from Greece, you actually showed her your poop, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, and this will hold true for all three of these women, but I mean, we've used them as resources as well. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, and you guys as, as our clients, if you're listening, haven't realized it, but Mags healed my stomach. So I came back from Greece. Healed your stomach, healed th- my earache. <laughs> I think I was working on level two, and I came back, and I was in pain. I couldn't eat. I would eat, but then immediately be, like, doubled over on the couch. Crazy. Mags cramps. was like, show me your poop. <clears throat> and I sent her some pictures of my poop. And, um, I mean, she gave me feedback. She gave me what to take. Started taking it. And within a few days, I mean, she was really the catalyst also for us diving into the 800 gram challenge because at that point it reminded me that I was eating like an asshole. Right. And I just started eating better. Yeah. So, you know, Max has a wealth of experience there. And I think as that story proves, there's nothing that you can't share with any of us because we've seen it, heard it all before, but you know, yeah, sometimes no, people get embarrassed about things and it's, and it's the same with doctors. It's like, Oh, I don't want him to see my, 
private bits, it's like we've heard it, seen it all before. Like you don't need to be concerned. Like, uh, we have, we have women that email and they're like, this may be true of I, but I have my period. I'm like, yeah, because I've never dealt with a woman in her period. Like all right. people all the time email us about that. So yeah, certainly nothing to hide. There's mags and you can check them out. If you go to our website, if you click on the about us, there's a drop down that says our team. You'll see Mags, and then below her. Check you, out her transformation, too. Oh, and all three. Oh, my goodness. You know, we've worked with all of these women as well with their nutrition. And, I mean, what's great about all three of them is they actually have lived this. Right. We're not just bringing on some people that are jacked and lean from day one. Like, they've worked through the same complexity that all of us have. Yeah, 100%. And it's so exciting to see see those transformations happening, you know, even in the short time that we've known Mags to see how much stronger um, and how much leaner she is in the gym and just her performance is amazing. Like she, yeah, by the way, she was top 200. I was about to say her performance in the open was insane, wasn't it? Yeah. It it kind of went unnoticed because we have a guy at the box that almost made regionals. Right. And because she's just very humble. Yeah. That's what I love about super chill. So that's Mags below her. You'll see Jen Charlesworth, our quad queen. Now, speaking of regionals, <laughs> she's competed at regionals. I think it was three twice, times. Twice or three times. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And she, so she's on seminar staff with me. She's been on the kids staff for probably about five or six years. She's done every CrossFit specialty seminar, but she has a bachelor's in exercise science and she's a level three CrossFit coach. And she's just an all around awesome person. Yeah. She's the best. And how many chickens does she have? <laughs> I think she has nine chickens. Yeah, when we went to visit Andrew and Jen last year. Yeah, we stayed ha- with them on our road trip. They were having issues with their neighbors. Their neighbors had like, submitted some kind of complaint. complaint against them. So they were in court about whether or not they were allowed to have chickens. And, oh, we had their chickens' eggs when we were there, and they were so good. the best eggs I think we've ever had. That, I mean, I want to get chickens one day. For I know sure. we were like we left them like we need a chicken bed. But good news is that the chickens are allowed to stay. Yeah, they. I mean, they live they, in. They um, won the case. What town are they in? They're in um, Fenton, Fenton, in Michigan. Yeah, and I mean, they were like famous in the area for battling over, you know, whether or not you can keep chickens at their house. Right. So, nine chickens, two dogs, and I think they have ducks now. Two ducks. Um, they got some other stuff going on, but I, I describe Jen and Andrew as the bigger, fitter versions of me and Roz, because they're just, they're, when you talk work-life balance, they have it. They definitely have it. I remember when we stayed with them and you were gone that weekend, Andrew was like, we're going to have so much fun, and we literally did. Like, we went to the trampoline park. We, like, went out on the water. I was like, this is the best. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, one one thing that they do well is have an amazing community at their CrossFit, CrossFit 2 Abor. Yeah. And uh, T-U-E-B-O-R, awesome box. Yeah, very awesome cool box. box. And when you talk about culture dribbling down from the owners, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Our last coach is also a Jen, but she goes by J-Flow, also our macro mama. You know her well. You and her were both members and coaches at CrossFit Seven Mile and Cayman. Yeah, we were. We go, we go way back. I met Jay Flo when I did my own seminar down there. You know what? Jay Flo actually was my inspiration for not just actually wanting to 
get better as a crossfitter and and be stronger like she really did um influence my uh i guess opinion or maybe not opinion but the way that you know when you first come to crossfit and women are about oh i don't want to get all big and bulky and too muscly seeing the way that jfly worked out in the gym and how strong she was really inspired me to become a better crossfitter and embrace that whole being stronger and and looking more muscular is totally feminine and sexy as hell. Yeah. I mean, For starters. And the truth is you wouldn't look at her and be like, she's, I mean, she looks great. She looks muscular, but she's lean. And let's, let's, you know, jump to the, you know, nuts and bolts of J-Flow. She's had two kids and she's currently like seven months pregnant. I know. And I just said to her like the other day when we were all chatting, I saw some of her Instagram uh, videos. She's great. Actually, she does a lot of videos in her Instagram and she looks incredible. Like she's keeping up with some, Pretty heavy weights, heavier than I can do. <laughs> Speaking of that, you, and she's seven months pregnant. It's amazing. You can follow all three of them. Their social media links are on that same page. Yeah, so I you definitely. Can check them out. Yeah. If you want to, J Flow posts great lifts. Jen Charlesworth in her stories, her stories legit make me LOL because <laughs> she takes pictures of their two dogs and like Aww. captions them as if they're talking. They're <laughs> so cute. funny, so funny. <laughs> so. Cool thing about J-Flow is she's fitter. I mean, obviously she's deep into pregnancy now, but she was leaner after her second than she was prior to her first. Yeah, and I saw what macros did for her when we were working together at the gym and, and saw, like, just in the space of two weeks how her body just changed dramatically from implementing what you taught her. And is so that, that when you fell in love with me? Yeah. So I was like, damn, if he can make women look like that. <laughs> imagine, imagine what he can do elsewhere. J-Flo's got a funny story. She, you know, I was working with her, and this goes back to a lot of our members. And I think you get to a point where you're like, I'll, I'll uh, you know, what's next? What should I do? Mm-hmm. And she, on her own, started messing with her numbers. Yeah. So we get down there, I think this is, I think we were together at this point. When we went down together, yeah, it was a, a while back. I did a second seminar down there, maybe a third, and she was like, "Jay, I'm not performing well. I'm tired. I'm gaining weight." I'm like, "What numbers are you hitting?" And they were all out of whack. Yeah. And I fixed them up for her, like over time because yeah. she had gotten them so crazy that I had to like recover them. And then. And it was funny because she learned her she lesson. Didn't look too like her. Different. Yeah, her right. body didn't look too different. You could see that it wasn't that wasn't quite right the the balance, but her energy and her performance was just way off, and that to her was her bigger biggest indicator that something wasn't right with her nutrition. That goes back to the number one rule. Right. Always listen to Jay. And also, I think it goes to the original question that we were going to look at at the very beginning of this podcast. Didn't we address it? I don't believe so, but we were going to touch on the scale, and I think. You know, when we talk about measuring progress and and checking in with your body and stuff, that we often have to try to remind people to not be quite so fixated on the scale. Um, The question, I think, that had come in. We'll just touch on it briefly. You don't want to touch on it? Let's save that for next week. We'll save it for next week. I just seen actually we were at thirty five minutes. Yeah, let's save it. But basically, we'll, we'll talk about the scale next week. Okay. We'll talk about good, bad, ins and outs. 
of hopping on the scale. That'll probably be good because I imagine we'll be in Hawaii without a scale. So we can talk about how we're feeling about that. Let's do that. Let's do it. So hopefully you listened through our ramblings, heard about our dream team. And if you have any questions about any of those girls or anything that we discussed today, please reach out. But we promise you we wouldn't bring on people that we know, that we trust, Mm -hmm. that we enjoy spending time with. Because like we've told them, we've basically selectively brought on a team in locations around the country that we want to visit. <laughs> so you gotta, we got to like you because J-Flo lives in Denver. Yeah. And let me tell you, I want to go out and get some cookies in Colorado. Right. And, you know, Jen lives in Michigan, which may not seem all that lucrative, but it's, they live right on the water. It's beautiful there. It's kind of it feels like you're in the countryside. And then also about 10 minutes down the road, they have one of the best donut shops. Oh, in, in the that? area, it was like a, it was those donuts were dirt cheap. Yeah, they were very cheap. I'll tell you very, what I look for. Very delicious. When I travel, it's like, hey, can I get some donuts? And do you have a good box I can train at? Right. Check and check. So, good stuff. Well, hopefully you've enjoyed. As always, check us out ownyoureating.com. Check us out on any points of social media. Hit us up with questions. Shoot us an email if you have it. Contact at ownyoureating.com, and we look forward to hearing from you. Ready for this vacation? Aloha.